1: Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioca.
2: Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca, uh, president of Max Out Savings Advisors, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement, as always, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh We've been doing this for uh, 10 years now and one of the longest uh, running financial shows in Houston and one of the most popular ones and we got a ton of stuff to talk about uh, uh, Kevin Charles is with me today and K- Kevin what do you, did you see that story about the uh, uh, about the gold uh depository? yeah
3: this is this is one of those things Texas has a, a bunch of gold evidently stored in New York and now we want it back is what I hear
2: yeah here, here's the situation. Uh, a, a a Texas uh, congressman uh, uh, Giovanni uh, Capriglione uh, uh sponsored a bill to uh Texas bill 483 and and, and what he, the bill was is to, is was to build a Texas gold depository and, and, he, and he, he said he did this uh because we have Texas, one of the Texas agencies, particularly University of Texas, their school fund has about $650, $700 million worth of gold. Wow. And and he, he, and he felt like we should have a depository in the state of Texas because it'll help our standing as a financial center. And we're talking real live
3: gold bars like you would see like at Fort Knox if you were able to see it. Exactly, That yes. kind of thing. Yeah,
2: and I think they had, uh, what was the number? I think 5,600 gold bars. Wow. Up there. And uh, they're stored up in New York City uh, at, at the J.P. Morgan Depository.
3: Now, why would they be in New York City if it belongs in Texas to start with?
2: Well, that's a good question, Kevin. And, and what the situation is, is, is that gold has got to be stored in a very secure place. Okay. And uh, the... And and JP Morgan's got a, a vault under one of several stories underneath one of their banks that's very th- them there's two places, the main places that are gold, there's three places in, in in the United States. One of them of course is Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. Uh the New York Federal Reserve mm-hmm. uh uh vault in uh New York City, and then the JP Morgan uh gold facility up there. Those are the three big ones. And and so, if you, if you want to have gold, it's just you know you just kind of park it. It's not that the six hundred fifty billion million dollars worth of gold I have it. I, I don't think I I don't know exactly how big it is, but it probably wouldn't be much bigger than a desk or so. So it's, we're not talking a massive right you know warehouse type of facility. But it, uh, it, and and so he passed this bill. I actually read something about it. He was kind of surprised. Uh, by the support he got for it, mm-hmm. you know, he put this thing out there and and the, the, the final vote for this this thing came in it uh, uh, basically in the in the, the Senate, it was twenty seven to four. And in the House, it was one hundred and forty to four is pretty much there it wasn't a political issue at all. I mean, it was like the Republicans and the Democrats are all on this on board with this big time. So it it passed pretty much by a landslide and Governor Abbott signed it uh, this week. And, and so uh th- this is a big deal and what what they're going to do is is Texans they're thinking of putting in a facility so Texans if they have gold they can go check it in and and have their gold stored there as well. Now what is
3: I guess what's the advantage for Texas and no other state does this. This is, a, this is something that's unique to Texas I
2: guess, right? Yeah, no other state does this. We're actually the only one that 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 uh that has gold, and some of the lawmakers were kind of taunting the other states, like, "Well, that's because we have gold, and you guys don't," <laughs> uh, which is is a big deal because people like the idea of of having some type of backstop. I think they've got about fifteen billion dollars in in the fund, so this is probably not three, and then that doesn't include their land holdings, which are massive. This probably isn't three percent of their of the assets, which is really fascinating. At UT, they're not putting all their money in this. It, but but it's really stirred up a lot of interest in, in a huge backing in Texas. And, and so, and, and the theory is, is look, we don't want the, the United States government or the Federal Reserve seizing our gold. And this is what this is all about. We want to know it safely in the state of Texas under the Capitol or somewhere where it's guarded. And, 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 and uh, it just can't be taken back. You know, it's kind of like come and take it. Uh, and, and so... A massive amount of support in the state for this. The the, the sponsors of the, of the bill were very surprised by by the extent of the uh, support to build a, a gold depository in the state of Texas. And other people around will be able to put gold in it, which again, it, New York is a big financial center. They have a gold depository. We should have a gold depository. I want to remind you, the uh, number to call us this morning if you'd like to talk about this or a uh,
3: question about your savings or retirement, 713-339-1070 is the number to call. Uh, now, you mentioned just a second ago the risks of, of leaving it there, that the Texas doesn't want the federal government to get its hands on it. What kind of risk would be involved if, if we pick it up and move it? I mean, of course, in transit, there's got to be some risks.
2: Yeah, you know, there really isn't that much risk. I mean, typically, you'd be surprised what moves around the country of value diamonds gold uh, you know you just sort of ship it down there in a secure type of of, of, of thing it, it, the, the, really the the risk is sort of a break in but you know you got to assume that's can be pretty well protected down here as well and uh, and uh, the so I, look I, I think the bigger risk quite frankly is is if whatever for the gold could be confiscated up there, by the government, by the federal government, or the Federal Reserve, and, and, and the thinking is: Look, it needs to be moved down where it can be protected by the state. This is s- state agency property, and 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 it shouldn't be allowed to uh, allowed to come back. Now, there's some people out there that said this is a start of coming up with the Texas currency. This has nothing to do with that. Under the Constitution, states are not allowed to to to. to uh, Print currency. So this is strictly about uh, about protecting the gold for the state of Texas, building a gold depository to help build our standing as a financial center. Uh, it's kind of an exciting thing. I think we'll have to sort of see where it goes. It's not that hard to move back. Back to your question. Interestingly, the Germans are moving back their gold from the Federal Reserve holdings in 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 New York, and as well as. I want to say the Austrians have moved some gold away from some other things, and I think the Dutch are looking at it as well. And, and there's, a of, it, there's a lot of concern that their gold is, is, is going to be seized or might not be there it, it, when they need it type of thing. Yeah. And, and so you're seeing more of this. In, and the Germans had to come up with – they've got billions of dollars worth of gold here. I forgot the number, but it was going to take them like seven years. And people are like, seven years, why does it take so long? So we should be able to, honestly, they could load that stuff up on a couple flatbed trucks and uh, <laughs> not have to calculate the exact amount and just ship it down there in a convoy. Be I'm no sorry, problem. I'm picturing a Bruce Willis movie in my mind right now as they
3: bring it down here, you know. There's somebody out there looking at that. So. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> you know, uh,
2: it, it's not that we, it's surprising the type of stuff that moves right. through the U.S. mail, quite frankly.
3: And I think the other thing that, that kind of, jumped out at me as you mentioned you touched on it a little bit is this is going to get the conspiracy theorists going thinking well texas getting ready to to secede to pull out of it nothing,
2: doesn't have anything to do with to do that with it. okay it's strictly about this is our gold it should be housed in the state of texas and and we want to make sure that nobody can take it and and also this boosts our center as a financial thing you know we could have other countries come and put their gold with us because a lot of people there's a tremendous amount of trust for the people of the state of Texas and uh, it, around the world, they know that we're straight shooters here in Texas, and we have a very strong property rights in this state, and rule of law in this state, and so they trust us. and And, and so, I think this is a big deal. They have to; they're going to have to figure out where to put the gold, how to build it up. They have some facilities, but you have to have special facilities. Oftentimes, these these facilities are lo- located several you know three four five six ten stories underground mm-hmm. and and so that that's it uh, anyway it's exciting interesting story of the texas uh, gold depository if you've got any questions or comments you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the max out Savings show we'll be happy to answer your questions uh, I mean, a number of the other things we're gonna be talking about here today is we're gonna be talking some about uh what what what's going on with Greece, what's going on with the markets there. Uh a lot of talk the banks might not open uh Monday. Uh so we'll have to sort of see what happens. We're gonna be talking about that. Uh, a couple other things that, that are coming up, uh what's what's happened with the Fed Federal Reserve meeting. Uh the oh interesting story came up uh this week. Last week we went on a discussion a spirited discussion, mm-hmm. I might add, about the about what's happening with the with the hacking and the Chinese broke in to into our computer systems and stole a huge amount of personal data, personnel files, and secu- uh, national security forms uh, for to be approved for national security with top secret information on them on huge numbers of employees, intelligence agents, uh, military people, and it's a huge. It's been just a, pretty much a catastrophic. Hack and an interesting uh, story came up this week, and and what we said is this: Look, nobody's ever getting caught in this thing. It's a free ride. You know, and so why does no repercussions? At no all. repercussions. What mm-hmm. happened? Interesting thing this week is, we all heard about the Astros had been hacked, and, and they suspected the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, this week it came out that the Justice Department has opened up an investigation, and and it turns out that St. Louis Card someone in the, their organization has been has been mo- going into the into the Astros. Uh, in, into the Astros computer systems for several years, and, and some of their – they have sp- – the, 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 the guy, is uh, uh, it Luna? Yeah, Luna. Jeff Luna. Jeff Luna, he, he has put together uh, a, a, some fantastic computer systems, kind of like Moneyball, where they analyze each player on all these different issues. Well, that's top secret information, mm-hmm. and it's used in everything from playing the game to – to getting trades and draft picks. And so someone was going in there and, and, and looking at that information, and then some of it leaked out. And it's been a big problem. They've had to apologize to a number of general managers around the country for what's leaked out on this thing. They being the Astros? The Astros have wow. because it, it some embarrassing, embarrassing stuff came out. and uh, and, and so the The Government is involved in this thing the The St Louis Cardinals are very nervous about this they 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 've admitted they have some type of problem and they 're quote investigating, which simply means that they 're standing out of the way while the government 's involved and, and so this is a very serious thing so you 're starting to finally see some some uh, some cracking down on this hacking that 's going on out there now unfortunately it's it 's the Astros and not it 's the St Louis Cardinals and not the Chinese. But you well, got to start it, somewhere. You <laughs> have to start somewhere. That's that's kind of the key. And so that's really what we're looking, you know, what we're uh, going to see. So I, I think that's some really good news here. So. So we're making progress. We're making pro- we're starting to finally things are starting to 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 to, to come around. Uh we we actually wrote out our, our newsletter this week, and we talked some about the, we, uh, the XM Bank. And if you didn't get the newsletter Friday, make sure you go to the website and sign up for it now. We've got all types of, of free information on savings, investments, retirement, our outlooks for the markets. We've been doing a lot of stuff on interest rates and currencies recently in the report. There's a lot of good stuff. We use a lot of the stuff we're doing for helping when we manage our clients at Max Out Savings Advisors. We manage their retirement funds. Uh, you can go to the website and sign up uh, for the free newsletter at maxoutsavings.com. dot com. But the reason for that is that that we have a story. That it looks like we're making progress, and it looks like we've been ri- talking about the XM Bank, the Export Import Bank, which is basically a big time uh, crony capitalism bank that 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 that. that that most of the lending and the guarantees are going to, to Boeing to, for airlines. And now the Obama administration has corrupted the bank in using it for their global warming agenda and, and, and trying to get the loans to work on the global warming. And so what Congressman Hensling and the Republicans said, look, we've had enough of this. We want the bank canceled. And so there's a good possibility that uh, – that we're going to see that bank canceled at the end of the month,
3: right? It's up for uh, expiring on the thirtieth of June, actually. And if it does, I, in your opinion, that's a good thing, right? It's a great
2: thing, and I think it's I think it's it's going to expire. So we okay. want to watch that. Let's take a quick call from Brian here on the Astros. Hello, Brian.
4: Hey, uh, Ted. I'm, I'm just curious about you're, you're talking about enforcement of, of these hacking uh, maneuvers, and you know this is a fairly. Uh, a new area for, for criminal activity. I'm just wondering, do you think the penalty should be different based on the motivation? I mean, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars were at stake in, in the world of professional baseball, but what if it's just an employee who's just, you know, angry for getting fired or wants to show... How significant he is in the operation? Do you think the penalty should be different based on the motivation? Kind of like in a situation uh, with murder, where the, there's degrees or yeah. Oh, you know, that's hard. a
2: great that's a great point. And look, that's that's a problem. You Get people want to go into their old company, kind of look around and see what's happening. And you know, it, you, I, I think you got to sit there and look at, at the intent. Yeah, in some of these cases, it's just a slap on the wrist or nothing should be done. And. and They've been doing this for two years, and it it's it starting at first. It's starting to really look like this. This was used against the Astros, and. Uh you know, it 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 doesn't. It, it kind of wasn't like, hey, let's just check and see if Jeff Jeff is copying or stealing our stuff. After two years, it starts looking like they were spying, and that's starting to it to me, it's it. The Astros thing is leaning from from a jealous employee or some hurt feelings with the with the Cardinals into industrial espionage, and they got to be real careful. And I suspect they're very worried.
4: Well, I think that uh, we've heard just about every possible explanation for poor performance from sports <laughs> people in the past, but this has got to be a brand new one. This
3: is this is a new one to deal.
2: To yeah, yeah, that's why fellow. the Astros have been losing all you, these years. You would think
3: they would pick a hot team like the Yankees to spy on, yeah. or something like. But that. they've but,
2: they've gotten good. They've turned they it around turned now, around which is it. exciting. So yeah. we'll all see. Right. Thank, thanks for the go call, go Brian. If you got a question or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070, and we'll be right back after this quick break right here in the Max Out Saving Show.
1: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Save aggressively, invest conservatively.
0: That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070. The answer. Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070. The answer.
5: Hi, this is Sam Malone for Ability Tree Experts. The best, Lewis Flory, great friend of mine, licensed arborist, third generation in the family, over 30 years taking care of trees. That's what they do. Ability Tree Experts, they make sure your trees are properly pruned, make sure the upper canopy is cleaned out. They also make sure that there's no insect or disease problems on your trees because they are valuable. They're beautiful, very expensive to replace. And a tree can be in distress for several months. You'd never know. But you know what? Lewis knows. Call 281-441-4179. That's the number I call. I'm a customer. Or go online. Ability Tree Experts website is abilitytrees.com. You get a free feeding with every tree pruned. And you know what? You never know when the next storm's going to hit. So get those trees professionally pruned by Ability Tree Experts. Houston's leading tree care professional. Online. AbilityTrees.com
6: AbilityTrees.com When you go to work in the morning you have plenty of choices however only one morning show can inform and entertain you at the same time it's the Sam Malone Show we take issues seriously and try to put a smile on your face too along with J.P. Pritchard Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine Sam Malone covers everything from local to national news talking with key newsmakers, getting to the truth and letting you know what's really happening the Sam Malone Show weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on
1: AM 1070 The Answer Once again here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show Ted Gioca.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and in your retirement. Kevin, what's that number of people can call us at? The
3: number is 713-339-1070. Be glad to take your call here on uh, pretty much any topic related to your savings, your retirement, or maybe uh, something along the lines of the hacking in the Astros or whatever else might be going on in the financial world these days.
2: The, I, wa- I want to talk about Greece um, and uh there's a lot of talk on Friday that the Greek banks might not open up Monday. And, and basically, it's gone from a, a, bill, a billion dollars was pulled out of the banks on Thursday. On Friday, it was a billion and a half dollars. And there's pretty much a run going on in the banks, uh, on the Greek banks right now. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Uh, they, I think they have, a, I want to say, $140 billion uh, has come out of the banks in the last six months and, and it just—it really seems to be just accelerating. The, e, the European Central Bank has had to shift in huge amounts of money into Greece uh, to stabilize the banking system, and and this Greek problem seems to be coming to to some type of a head here. And and, and we talked about this in this show. Uh, the show. Re, the re—the the reason this is a big deal is Greece is a microcosm of of a lot of countries around the world, and in, and also a lot of cities in the United States, where where you have country uh, places uh, countries or cities that are spending huge amounts of money they 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 have sky high taxes most people all the people in those places want to work for the government and and they have pensions they can retire at 55 60 years old with you know almost full pensions and and it's a pretty cushy situation and the problem is eventually All your money starts going. When you're in Greece, when you grow up in Greece, you want to go work for the government. That's what people don't go start businesses in Greece. They don't go work for Exxon in Greece. They don't work for Shell in Greece. They don't work for Schlumberger. They don't work for IBM or Microsoft. They go work for the government. And then the government's got the best benefits. Very similar to what's happened in the United States where now the government really has the best benefits. And so – What's happened is is everyone's on the payroll, everyone's retiring at 50, 55 years old, and all of a sudden it's like who's going to pay for all this? And 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 the, their debt levels are sky high. They need to default. If Greece was in South America or or Africa or Asia, they would have already defaulted and the IMF would have come in and straightened out their problems, but in since they're in, in the in the euro and they have big debts to the European banks they're trying to paper the problem over and kick the can down the road and uh, and, and what's happened is is the situation's got progressively worse. You know people don't realize kick the can down the road is a policy. It, it's specific policy. Uh, I, I was at the Milken Global Conference after the financial crisis in, two, in 2009. I attended it, and they laid out the case, these big, a lot of the top people in the world of kicking the can down the road. I mean, they used the word kick, the, it's going to, to kick the can down the road, and which wasn't a bad policy because it was like, our, oh no, our financial system nearly collapsed in 2008. And, uh, the, the Fed comes in and stabilized it and did a good job doing it. And then every and we really did a, a phenomenal job of stabilizing the world, getting everything straightened out, something we should all be very proud of. And then we went to this kick the can down the road. And the theory should be is you kick it down and you've got a couple, three years to work out of your problems, four years. And here's the problem. This is the the, the, uh, the world we're in today is – it's seven years after a financial crisis and nothing has changed. We have more debt. We have a record low interest rates. So people have taken on massive amounts of debt. They've got a, a bubbles uh, in, in equity markets and in debt markets around the world. This isn't me saying that. Uh, this week, uh, Donald Trump said it in his thing. He said a bubble. Uh, Carl Icahn commented on Donald Trump's statements. Carl Icahn's one of the wealthiest and smartest and shrewdest people in the world. And he made the comment that, yes, we're in a bubble. In, in, in the Fed, we have artificially low interest rates. And so we didn't solve our problems. And that was the, the great mistake. We had seven years of, of an opportunity. So the Greeks didn't do anything. Now it's coming to crunch time in Greece. They're, they haven't solved their problems. Their debt is sky high. Eventually, they're going to have to default. And that is the problem they're running into with this stuff.
3: And, Ted, you mentioned this, that we had talked about this before. And I remember you you kind of got off onto a topic of, if I were in charge, here's what I would do.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think, yeah. And this is sort of what the, the ECB and, and the IMF wants them to do. They You've got to have to cut their pensions over there. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to reduce state expenses. You know, pensions are huge expense. You know, in uh some I think it's seventy eight uh, percent or something is of of the the, the Chicago money goes to pension. You know how much in in Houston? How much we spend of our of uh, the expenses in in Houston is twenty seven percent.
3: It's a lot of money. Yeah,
2: but now in, in, uh, they're sky high in uh, in uh, they're sky high up in 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 Greece. It's just absurd. But but the problem is before you do that, you're going to have to default on the debt, clean the debt off the table, reduce the pensions. So so the bankers take a haircut. The pensioners take a haircut. Everybody's in the same deal. You can't have the pensioners take a haircut to support the European banks. And that's the fundamental problem that these people have. And and, and so it's – is is are we going to get a, a default in Greece or not? That's what everyone's waiting. We'll know probably in the mm-hmm. next two weeks. And so this is something. There's a question if the banks are even going to open it. And, and, and if it does default, it could trigger some problems around the world. And that's what they're afraid that was
3: of. My question. Our what?
2: market's off three percent here in the United States from the top right now. It's going nowhere. It's not like we're worried about it here. And that could be a problem. Let's take a call now from Tom. Hey Tom, Ted, how are
7: you?
2: Good. You had a question for us.
7: I sure did. You know, the other uh, big, I guess, news topic this week, in addition to the XM Bank, has been this fast-track authority on this trade agreement. Of course, yeah. last week uh, they voted it down, and then they pulled some shenanigans and got it through and passed it. And here you got the Republicans in bed with Obama. You don't really know who to believe. I'm skeptical of the whole thing. I'm curious what your thoughts are about the agreement and also what the effect on the market should be.
2: Okay. You know, that, that, that's actually a great question. Uh, I think affecting the market in your term, it won't be much of an effect. It, it's it's disappointing that they, they, they pass that. Uh, you know, Trump made some comments. I thought Trump was kind of a, a non-event in this presidential campaign, but he really seemed to have lit it up. And one of the th- comments he made was he was going to get forward and and uh by by forcing them to pay taxes on their their products to come back into the United States since they put their plant in Mexico well what these trade's deal do i suspect and i don't know this is there's probably language in there to prevent those type of things from happening so what happens is is we lose control of our of our of our borders when it comes to jobs, if that makes any sense, because we can't come back and retaliate if these people are are, are are unfairly trading against us. Instead, it has to go to a court, and it takes three or four years, and nothing ever changes. I'm very disappointed that that trade bill passed, be, because I, I think... Look, I don't think it the trade has been a level playing field, it's been a one-way street for the last 20 years in the world and everyone else has profited immensely from the United States in particular China and and I you know in 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 what what have we gotten from China quite frankly not a lot. But why,
7: you know, why are they pushing for this again the whole thing it's really suspicious because you know you read stories that you know it's more like Obama nobody really understands what's in it it's a big secret. And, uh, you know, that adds to my skepticism. Plus, uh, like you say, you're giving up control. But I'm wondering, you know, what's, what's the story? Why would somebody I, be for this? Uh, this this is what I... It? Is this one of these where, you know, the the secret guys in the smoky room are behind the scenes pushing for this, or what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah,
2: I think so. And by the way, China's not in this, this trade bill we're talking about. But I, I tell you what I think it is. I think you've got two groups. I think you have the free trader Republicans that really bu- fundamentally believe that free trade... Is is good, and I believe that too. But but it's not been a level playing field. And then I think you have the Obama administration that views this as a way for them to get control. Remember, they're they're big government, new world order type of people, and th- they can get their global warming agenda stuck into this bill. They can get uh, all types of all types of of liberal uh, socialist type of things stuck in this bill. It, 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 that so. What what if you notice what Obama is doing? He's not working with Congress. He's completely ignoring Congress, and he's doing everything through the agencies. and And if you can control this bill, you can stick a global warming agenda, an industrial policy agenda, into that document, and and that gives you. That's what I think he's really doing behind the yeah, scenes.
7: That's what worries me if you re- if you again my understanding of this I'm very confused to uh, try and understand you know uh this is a good thing or bad thing, which is why I wanted your opinion but the one thing that worries me is that they're giving more power to him. It's like he can negotiate this stuff, and uh, Congress can't amend it or can't filibuster. It's like it's a done deal, and it's like we're giving him all this power, and, and that's certainly not a good thing.
2: Now, it's come down to a level of trust, In yet with the President, i give you an example. Bill Clinton, I didn't agree with him, but if he did a deal, a trade deal or something, I would sort of trust him to do kind of the right thing for the American people. I might not agree with it, but and I think Obama, he's, he's shown to be particularly aggressive using bureaucracies, rules, and regulations and treaties to move forward his agenda. And that's the danger of this deal.
7: Yeah, well, I'm with you on that. Uh, well, thanks for your input. I was kind of curious what you thought about that whole deal.
2: Yeah, I, I'm really concerned about that. I think there's yeah, a lot of stuff too. hidden
7: in it. Thanks, okay. Tom. Well, thanks.
3: All right. is the number call if you'd like to get in on the conversation. you got a question about uh, any of these things that we've been talking about today. Greece, in particular, is what we've talked about most recently and how the the banks may not even open there on Monday.
2: Yeah. And so uh, – but, but, yeah, this, tra- this trade bill is yeah. is a real – and, you know, Mexico, they're moving factory. I mean – I think I said this my son was in the marines. he was not allowed to go down into uh Tijuana because it was so dangerous. They banned the marines from even going down there and and yet we're moving factories down there. The place is the drug capital of of the world I mean you know you you got to worry about being shot and m- murdered and machine gunned and and, and 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 you know I don't understand how these factories are going in down there myself and and uh but but that's you know I, this isn't about Mexico this is really about this. This trade bill, I think it was a mistake for the Republicans to pass, but at least we're going to get the import-export bank shot down, which I think is a big deal. And by the way, in that import-export bank, he put in his he put his global warming agenda into that deal, and that's the problem. He's he's integrating all this stuff in. He's been remarkably smart about doing. It. Let's take a call from Daniel. Hey, Daniel.
4: Hi, hey, Ted. Appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Basically, on this trade deal. Why should we trust the Republicans anymore? I mean, seriously, they've sold us out. They're working with Obama. But but I want you to give the Republican Party, and I want you to vote straight Republican. Get real. I'm not going to do that.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it, look, I've talked to, to a number of these guys privately, and what they tell me is is look ted we're just trying to incrementally get things through uh there's there was enough republicans that just flat out believed that free trade is the way to go fundamentally and deeply they viewed that as that type of thing and 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 i think they've underestimated how wily obama is in, in in integrating his agenda into these treaties and uh you know, Ted, Ted uh,
4: seriously, let's be realistic. This is like trusting Adolf Hitler saying, I'll come and confiscate all the guns, and I'm going to protect you. Yeah, like I really
2: trust you, Adolf. Yeah, well, Hold I on. mean it, it's disappointing to see this. I mean, it's just, Now, here look, Daniel, here's the good news. We are making some progress. We th- this XM bank has been a massive battle to get to get removed. And I think they might have it removed. So there's one win for us. So we're starting to win and we're going to have to get just much much more tougher. I mean, these these guys on the other side, they're playing to win and uh we need to start playing that way. So I I th- I see your point. Well,
4: they're winning. It's not that they're, not they're playing to win. They're winning. No, no. I mean, they're winning all the time. If I was in business and I was Obama, I'm winning on all fronts. Yeah. Why do I have to worry about you, Republicans? You guys are stupid.
2: Well, yeah, oh, it, look, here, Daniel. Think the uh, I
4: think is going to be defeated. I don't believe it. Uh, you know, I, you're telling me now. Then we can talk next week. And you said, Gee, Daniel, they, they got it true on a, on a technicality. Okay, call me up next there. week
2: on this. We'll see. <laughs> now, look, I look, I get. Why do you think Trump? Look, Trump should have been a nobody in this campaign, or truthfully, okay. Why does this guy? He's lit the whole Republican ba- uh, uh, campaign up on fire, and you know, because he's talking tough, and people—that's what they're looking for. And in and, and the nice thing about Trump is he might not win, but Trump is going to force these guys to get tough, and so that's a really good. So um, Daniel. Be patient. We're gonna win. We're taking this back one thing at a time. These guys have been very tough to deal with, and we're gonna have to fight them back. I mean, remember, in World War II, you brought up the Hitler thing. In World War II, for the first year, two year, year and a half, it wasn't. We didn't. I we thought we were gonna lose and weren't sure we could win, and then we defeated them. And that's where we are right now. The, we're at the turning point, and we're gonna. St- we we won in the house. We we got control. We've had control of the house. We won the Senate the last election, and we're gonna win this time. But your points are well taken. Thanks for the call. And I think we're coming up on a quick break and we'll be right back right after this right here on the Max Out Saving Show. If you got a question to comment 713-339-1070. We're going to be talking some about uh, uh we get a lot of questions about floating rate uh, uh funds here uh and I I wanted to go over some of that. Okay. Kevin, so we'll be we'll be talking about that after the break. 713-339-1070.
1: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Giocan now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings
7: Show. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom-design supplier-manufacture Install and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway. Or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. This
2: is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713 627
6: It's that time again. Homegrown music returns to The Sam Malone Show on Friday, July 17th. What is homegrown music? It's music from local musicians. Whether you're a professional or just someone who sings karaoke on the weekend, Sam Malone will play your music on the air. Send an MP3 of your song along with a bio and where you are appearing to Sam Malone Show at Yahoo.com. That's Sam Malone Show at Yahoo.com. AM 1070 the answer is the only place where you can hear music the other radio stations refuse to play. Those stations, and you know who they are, will not support the local music scene. But Sam Malone will. So get your music together and send it to Sam Malone Show at yahoo.com. Don't forget to include your bio so our listeners can learn a little about you and where you're playing. So we can give you a plug. It's homegrown music. Friday, July 17th with Sam Malone on AM 10 70
1: the answer The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host Ted
2: Giocca Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show Kevin how what's that number of people can reach us
3: at 713-339-1070 have got some interesting calls today we'd love to hear from you as well
2: Yeah I, a couple things I wanted to touch base on uh, Well, we get we got a lot of questions about floating rate bonds mm-hmm. Look interest rates over time are going up I th- I I, I what I think is gonna happen with interest rates is the economy is very slow. We thought it was gonna slow down this year. We wrote a lot about that in the Max Out Savings report. By the way, if you're not on the list, go to the website and you can uh you can sign up for the free newsletter at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. We write a lot about what we talk about uh in the report. But the uh, so I think what I sort of thought would happen is we would get a big a, a sell off in the market as the economy weakens, and then interest rates would come back down, and then I I think in the next way uh, sixteen seventeen eighteen you could see higher rates and more inflation, mm-hmm. but for now, that's kind of how we're we're playing it for our clients at Max Out Savings Advisors is, is that's that I I I don't think we're going to get a huge run up for now, but but floating rate bonds are a good way to play a rising interest rate environment over the longer term. And, and there's basically three ways, you actually four ways, you can uh, invest in floating rate bonds. Could I ask a question first? Yeah.
3: Explain exactly what the floating rate bond means, and then we'll get into that. Okay. Because I as an average investor— i'm I'm used yes. to going you're going to get a return for what you put into it, but what is a floating rate
2: mean okay exactly? th- that is is as interest rates go up and down, the interest rate will go up and down, so if interest rates start rising, your interest rate will go up
3: so this involves maybe a little more risk than yeah. something that has a a set fixed rate
2: uh it it involves less risk if interest rates go up well yeah that yeah, and that's the key okay. and and now interest rates are so low we've talked a lot about this show we've had historic low interest rates. Short term rates are at record lows. We have a zero interest rate policy at the Federal Reserve that we've argued and we argue in our most recent max out savings report is very destructive to the economy and it's very destructive to savers, people saving money, mm-hmm. retirees, pension funds uh in and, and, and i I think it's 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 very destructive to the economy so it's at record lows, so rates aren't going any lower unless there's just a complete catastrophe then they'll go negative and then we get that's another story, but uh, so they're likely to go up. So if interest rates go up, the floating rate will go up. Now, interest rates are so low that a lot of these have caps on them, or, or floors on them, so they might be yielding 2%, and unless rates go up above 2%, then, then you're probably not going to see your one and a half percent. You're probably not going to see your floating rate go up, but you're still getting a good return on your floating rate while you do that. And so, they're not they're they're good investments if you think interest rates are going up. Now, most of them tend to be bank loans, uh, the and and they, they tend to be a little higher up the investment grade curve. Some of them are under investment grade. Some of them are investment grade. It depends. Uh, you can own a floating rate bond, but they tend to be, ex- they tend, a lot. some of these trade in million dollar increments. And, and you you can own the bond. There's four ways. You can own the bond. You can own a bo- floating rate mutual fund, a floating rate ETF, which is exchange traded fund, and a floating rate closed or closed in, closed in bond fund. And, and so there's a number of ways you you, you can purchase these the closed in bond funds tend to have more under investment grade bonds in it, and some of them though they have a little leverage are yielding like six percent because they use some leverage and and You can buy these at a, at a discount uh it's kind of an interesting thing the 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 closed in front e t f s those are trading th- those trade they don 't trade very much they're not yielding a lot they tend to be the investment grade bonds. And in, in those tend to yield about 0.6 percent, somewhere in there. But again, this is more conservative money. Uh, uh, I looked at the, uh, for instance, the uh, uh, I, I think it was the infe- investment grade floating market vectors FLRN. It had a 0.15 percent uh, expense ratio. Uh, I, I think it was yielding. Uh, it's about 0.69 percent, is what, 0.7 percent. But that's mostly bank debt and different things that are of high-quality investment grade.
3: i got a couple of quick questions here, though. You, you, you're talking a lot of terminology that I don't quite always follow as quickly yeah. as other people might be. And more, for the average investor— what out of all of this a closed in what exactly is that, and what part of this can I get in on i don't have a million dollars okay yeah
2: the way the for the average investor you can buy a mutual fund an e t f or the closed in bond fund the closed in bond funds trade on the exchange they tend to trade at a discount because it's a set pool of assets okay. and the the e t f s trade at on the exchanges too they are they are uh they tend to be uh, trading at net asset value they they don 't use any leverage. The closed in bond funds use leverage the, those are the the differences. The closed in bond funds tend to be under investment grade the etFs tend to be investment grade high quality bonds so there 's more risk in the closed in bond sector but it 's a good way. Remember most bonds out there they have a coupon of five percent, which means you get paid five percent uh, every year for for thirty years, or, or, or you know, maybe twenty years or more, the the closed the, the floating rate maybe have a one percent or a two two percent rate, but it floats. So if interest rates go up, it goes up. So if you get a six percent inflation and rates go to six percent, you're making six percent. Mm-hmm. That's the difference with a floating rate bond, and, and most of them tend to be bank loans of some type. And so typically, most people own these in one in one of the three either a mutual fund, an ETF, or a closed-in bond fund.
3: So this is a good thing that you're pointing people towards Yeah, now, it's an
2: asset class to look at. If you think over the long-term, rates are going to go up. And I think over the long-term, rates are going to go up. And th- this is something we're going to see. Now, along those same lines, the Federal Reserve this week uh, raised interest rate, Or They didn't raise interest rates. They had, they had their meeting, uh, their June meeting. And people thought they might raise rates – they didn't raise rates. They said they're looking for the economy to grow. I think one and three quarters to two percent. Really, they were looking for two and a half percent growth for the year. Obviously, we're not going to get that. We we said that at the beginning of the year. That look, just looking at the numbers, the retail numbers, looking at the at the uh the drop in 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 uh, capital expenditures in the oil business. We we thought the economy was going to slow materially this year. Uh, the Fed had an overly optimistic view. I I like to say that I don't understand how I could do better than the Fed. I think the answer is is the Fed is trying to look at this thing through rose-colored glasses to get people to invest. So they're going to give you a higher number than they probably really believe is going to happen. And uh and and I, I but now they're only talking about raising interest rates once possibly in, in in September or December. And I just think that's a mistake. I think they're going to have to uh have to raise rates more than that. A quarter of a point uh, – I, I went through a time when we were at 15-year uh, – 10-year bonds were yielding 15 and, percent and, and money markets were yielding 7, 8, 9 percent. And the, the Fed right now has money markets at zero. The economy functioned during that time. And for the Fed to come out and say we can't raise rates a quarter a quarter of a point – because, you know, the economy is going to collapse is just I, – I think the Fed is just – I think the Fed is really lost. Uh, you know, it, they, uh, Ron Paul made some pretty strong statements about him this week. Carl Icahn made strong statements about the Federal Reserve. Stanley Druckenmiller, uh, but, uh, but, uh, Tudor, uh, uh, Paul Tudor Jones has made statements about it. Uh, you know, a lot of the wealthy people out there, I, you know, the number of, if you went through the billionaires in this country and took away Warren Buffett, the rest of them are pretty much all on the, hey, the Fed needs to raise rates. And Buffett is very political. You know, his wife sits next to Michelle Obama. is sat next to Michelle Obama at the State of the Union address. Did you know mm-hmm. that, Kevin? I did not realize that. Oh, yeah. I he's very not. political. Interesting, yeah. Uh, and, and the... but. So the Fed needs to raise rates. They kind of backed away from it a little bit. Rates are falling. Oh, we actually made some investments this week in, in a utility uh, that we really like. Uh, uh, I don't see rate – lo- longer rates have already made a pretty big move up here. And I think they're going to drift up a little later in the year. But, but I, I think they've knocked down some of these stocks so much. I mean, when we looked at we're down 20%, 25% uh, from the top. And, and there's a lot of those things have been hit pretty hard. Uh, so I think we're starting to get some opportunities. Looking forward, what I'm looking forward, and I write about this in the Max Out Saving Report for our clients, we have a lot of cash right now. We are very cautious. Uh, just this, I mean, I think Friday I saw three major people talking about a stock market bubble. People are very concerned. Carl Icahn had a brilliant statement. He goes, the key to this is how do you get the ship safely to shore? How do you get the ship – how do you get your retirement assets safely to shore with the Federal Reserve that that is clearly behind the curve in trouble? People are losing confidence in them. Uh, They've kited assets, artificially cut yields, artificially raised bond bond prices, artificially pushed the stock market higher. And we've gone – we're probably – we're coming into an economic slowdown. Uh, the world, China's slowed down. We've got huge problems around the world. And how do you sit there and, and deal with this? It, and how do you get that ship safely? to so, Sure. And that's what we try to do for our clients, because I think there's problems coming up. Uh, I can't tell you the list of people I've either talked to personally, or, or or read about very substantial, very, very, very substantial people in the United States that that. Tell me, Ted. I have no idea how we're going to get out of this, it, and it, and that and that is the problem. And and this is why you, you have to be cautious. And we write about this in the max out savings report. Uh, well as well and, and we handle this with our clients. So if you need some help, you can go to the website and you can sign up with a meeting for me with me, and I will sit down and go over your situation or i'll just sign up for the free report but if you have a question you can ask me that question right now kevin what's that seven one
3: three 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 nine ten seventy is the number and to go to the website and sign up for the report or maybe to set an appointment give uh you know ted a call during the week you can uh go on that website it's maxoutsavings.com spell out m-a-x out o-u-t savings.com and it's that easy to do
2: yeah and that that'll get you there uh couple of things. Uh, uh, we sent out our most recent max out savings report. Uh, and uh, by the way, if you, if you haven't gotten it, make sure you go to the website. Mm-hmm. If, sometimes people change email or, or, the, or you're in. I or, got mine last night. Actually. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Prefer not to send it out Friday night, but we've been <laughs> kind of working on it all week. and yeah. uh, You can also call us up at 713-339-1070. But we, we, we write about the report. What, uh, the title of this report is Back to the garden. And this is something that, that 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 I wrote about. That I really, the more I thought about it, is is in order to get the growth to come back into the United States. This has been the the the, the, the most the work the most subpar recovery we've seen in fifty sixty years. It, it, you know, and actually we have a little chart uh, put out, out by uh, David Stockman, former uh, uh, former uh, I think was controller of the currency. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but uh, the, under Reagan, that was he, he, he lays out the case that as, as on retail sales, this is the worst performance since the Depression. And how do we get out of this? And the answer is we go back to the garden. We go back to a free market system that worked for 200 and something years very well that built the most successful, most powerful country in the world. Do you know why we're all talking about immigration? I'll tell you why. Because everyone in the world wants to come to the United States of America, and it's not because Barack Obama's running the country, rest assured. It's because we have a free market system and we have a constitution, something that those people don't have in their con- in their countries. Instead, they have a system of corruption, crony capitalism, and they have no way to get ahead and no rule of law. And, and so everybody wants to come here because we have the free market system and the constitution. We need to go back to the garden of those two things that made this place you know, the greatest country the world's ever seen. And and we write about that in the report. And 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 we also I also talk some about the Federal Reserve. I mean I think the Federal Reserve is clearly interfering with capital with the free market. And and I tell you, there was a great uh uh report by uh I forgot her name, but she was one of the uh She's one of the advisors to uh, Fed Governor Richard Fisher in Dallas, and she worked for the Federal Reserve. And one of her comments was the Fed has been so proactive in flooding this world with money and and artificially pushing up asset prices – that it's provided cover for the Republicans and the Democrats not to do anything to solve our problems in this country. Instead, they can all point to the stock market and tell everybody it's fine. Well, it's not fine. We have 60 million people out of work in this country. We have a, a a U6 number of about somewhere in the neighborhood of about 11%, 12% 11 twelve percent unemployment people can't get jobs uh, they, they they get they're getting crummy jobs that aren't paying anything mm-hmm. uh, we have family single mothers struggling in this country and all we hear about is uh, you know people pointing out that, that the stock markets up well that's because it's been artificially pushed up it's a false front mm-hmm. and that's the danger in the world today and so what you've got to do is you've got to navigate through and make money in that market and and that's why you've got to be Very cautious and prudent with your money in those type of situations. And that's the world we live in, of artificially pushed down rate, interest rates, and high stock market prices. And and so now they're going to start coming in and raising the prices up and normalizing. At the same time, the economy has slowed down. We had a negative 0.7% GDP growth for the first quarter. By the way, that's all because of Obamacare, because that's when people got hit with taxing. Uh, increases for the healthcare plan. Mm -hmm. And we have a slowing economy. We have a of the Chicago purchasing manager under 50 number, which is slowing down. The economy is slowing. So we need to get back to the garden of, of that type of thing. So, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of positive things starting to happen. We're starting to get rid of the, invest, the import-export bank. We, we're started. you know, we've got the House and the Senate. We're moving forward. We, and and, and these, are gonna, these issues are going to be debated in this presidential election. And the Fed is going to be a, one of the big things in, in this thing because they've, they've gotten out of control. And so I think this is – we write a lot about this stuff in the report. So this week coming up at the end of the week, at the end of the show, uh, if you need some help, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free newsletter. If you if you need help with your retirement, if you're coming up on retirement with an IRA rollover, uh, go, go to the website. You can sign up for a free consultation with me. I will t- – sit down and take a look at your financial situation we'll t- we'll, we'll do a little uh, back of the envelope financial plan to see how you're set and what you need to do for retirement and then we'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market we use uh, TD Ameritrade to hold our assets and, and that's how uh, we do it so anyway if you need some help go to the website maxoutsavings.com thanks a lot for listening to the Max Out Savings show and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings show
1: This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors, produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.